Yeah, hello, and welcome to episode 78 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner, and this is my podcast where I chat with the web's finest funny makers. This week's friend is a very cool comedian, writer, and musician from the big city of New York City. I'm, of course, talking about at my name isn't Dave, Max Dylan Ash. It was so much fun talking to Max about all kinds of things, comedy, sketch comedy, producing funny comedy songs, and other video for online content minds. Now, for the listener, apologies for the worst British accent I've ever done in my life and on the podcast. Feel me sweat in the moment. Now, I present to you, Friends of the Show, episode 78, with my name isn't Dave. Hello? Good evening. Hey! What's going on, buddy? Is this Max Dillon Ash? It is Max. It's Max Ash, but not from Latvia. No, not the Max. Was his name Max Ash? Max Ash. There's a lot of them. That's great. And that's Sky. weird that he looks. I'm not even close to Latvian. You, got, you guys share so a look. like me. You share a look. I mean... Share a bit very of a similar. look. He's, yeah. Listen, he's very handsome. He's a he's like ten times more handsome than I am, and I will take it. But that guy, he like looks like me. It was strange to me. I was like, oh, that's because uh, you know, just like you are searching for someone on Skype, and then most of the pictures are gray, not a picture. So any pictures kind of stand out. You look at them. And I was like, oh, right. that that's him. That looks like him. But it, I clicked on it, and it was not. It was Max right. Ash from Latvia. But again, very handsome. So anybody who's on Skype, you can pick up open Skype right now. Search Max Ash. Scroll down until you see a handsome figure from Latvia, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Maybe even yeah. say hi, send him a wave, whatever. We we'll shoot your in. shot. Do you think we? Do you think he's on Skype right now? Maybe we can would, get that Max Ash in here. I think he would three way into this pod. I was thinking of uh, <laughs> putting him on the the list of uh, maybe a guest for a future episode. Yeah, or, you know, maybe, like, tonight towards the end of this episode where we have nothing to lose. Let's just, like, you know, just call him, see what he's doing. At least we'll send him a wave. Yes, we should at least send him a wave. Because, yeah, I don't know how big Skype is in Latvia. Also, it's 3.01 a.m. on Monday oh. uh, in Latvia, currently. But, I mean, like, if he's anything like me, he's wide awake. I mean, it's... Yeah, he could be. He's a Max Ash. He's probably <laughs> He's, wide if we, if you know anything about Max Ash, and this is kind of your specialty, that <laughs> that I love to be awake and then hate myself the next morning. I'll defer to your expertise on the subject of Max Ash. Oh, thanks, man. I feel like I know a lot about myself. So we should get into it. Your Max Dylan Ash. We can That's everyone me. can go to maxdylanash.com. For all the details, please don't. Oh my God, I haven't updated that website in like three years. You have You don't terrible. need to update websites. If anything, um, if owning www.stevenwskinner.com has uh, taught me is that you don't have to update it. You just, you just keep your 2017 it. theme up, uh, and uh, yeah, just uh, the posts will update uh, on the page. But the look, feel, uh, any links might be dead to Wait, other your pages. Posts update nothing updates on my <laughs> oh yeah i got the podcast updates. linked but that's about it so i do a little fling mumbo jumbo where i put a, a post uh up on the podcast website at the website and there's a podcast link all the links will be there um for you including a link to www.maxdillanash.com oh man 
That makes me, it makes me sound like a wrestler. <laughs> I really enjoy it when you do that. It's great. And uh, hey, having a website is fun. You got your bio. You got videos up there. Got a couple. You got a ton of sketch comedy videos up there, which is great. Yeah. You were, Enough so people know that I do it. That's right. And, you know, if people weren't at the show, how else would they know? Right. Because, like, you got, you got to see it or you don't believe me. That's the thing about, you know, sketch and improv. People don't realize that exists until you thrust it upon them. Right. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know improv or... I didn't realize that improv or sketch was like a thing that you could actually do. This sounds so stupid, but like until I got to college and saw college groups doing it, I was like, oh, shit, this is not just television. You can actually do this with people that you respect. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) comes out great. Yeah, that's very cool. So let's get into it. Who are you? Where are you from? How you doing? How do you do? What do you do? That's a lot of questions. Um, okay, let's see. My name is Max Dylan Ash. Uh, I am from Long Island, New York. I grew up on Long Island, which is a uh, it's a great place to grow up. Uh, school districts are top notch. It is not a great place to be once you are over eighteen because there's nothing to do. There's like one laser tag place, and it's like way too far. All right. Well, um, how is the laser tag though? It's pretty good. Like, it's, it's a solid laser, co- laser tag yeah, place. That's good. Um, we would do, my friends would do something called blazer tag, which I know is, like, yeah. already a thing. But, like, back then, it was cool. They would all smoke, and then they would all do laser tag. But I didn't smoke, so I was fucking amazing at laser tag. <laughs> just pinging, just sniping fools yeah, from a distance. Yeah, like, fucking uh, hopping up on uh, high and just <laughs> sniping <laughs> fools. Just appearing right behind you. And And your vest like vibrates and shuts down. I know. That's such a bad feeling when your vest doesn't work and you think that your gun is broken. (laughs) Yes. Or are people who cheat and they cover up the targets? Those fucking assholes. Those are the kids that did it when they were five and they're doing it when they're like 17. I just cut those people out of my life. I don't need them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And you get the cool fob to put your name in your gun. Yeah, whoever whoever came up with this whole system where they're like, let's just design a system and then we'll just franchise it out. <laughs> and you just buy the system and you run your own laser tag place. Just a genius. I mean, that person's made millions. I'm ho- I'm sure. I hope they did I, because I had many hours of fun laser tag experience in my youth and I'm glad that you did as well. Thank you. I'm glad that you did this. Yeah, it was like a fun, it's a fun bonding thing. It's or a just fun a thing. fun, it's a fun What thing. was it called? We were, it was called Laser Quest. Laser Quest is a fucking cool name. Um, ours was, if I remember correctly, it wasn't like a laser tag uh, space. Like it, it, it shared a <laughs> building with a place called, I believe, Fun Zone. Right. A general um, amusement area. Yes, exactly. It was a general amusement area that was indoors. It was solidly for kids under 10. And then they had like this laser tag place in the back that you could play with your friends. And most of the like obstacles were at 10 year old height levels. So it was a <laughs> lot of crawling around. Um, but overall, you know, like a fun, a fun time. It was a good laser tag place. And good. it was like the one thing to do in Long Island or just like, you know, knock back some pills and do zanny bars and hang out at friends' houses. That was kind of the two things you could do. Those are the two vibes. <laughs> two vibes in Long smoke, Island, baby. Smoke and go play laser tag or zanny mm-hmm. bars at your buddy's basement. <laughs> or do both. You know, some people did fucking... 
I mean, that's a night, right? That's a fun weekend. And you could be. Yeah, if that's your whole weekend. But the thing is, you can't do that every single weekend on Long Island because that shit gets boring. Right. And then there's nothing else to do. And that's when you get into mischief. And that's when people go to jail. You get into mischief. People go to jail and they're calling your mother. They call oh, the mother. They call goodness. their mothers. I love that Long Island accent. Was it the nanny? Who has that? Uh, who's famously has <laughs> that Oh, that's accent. Fran Drescher. But Fran Drescher, I think, is solidly New Jersey. New Jersey. Accent. Yeah. I, yeah. I, maybe I can't distinguish between the regional distinguished dialects. Yeah. But I believe like. Long Island, New York, New Jersey, and like Boston, there's like a core somewhere, and they're all the same at that core. Right. And then it just kind of like flourishes out from there, and that's how everything gets so specific. Yes. Very, yeah, it's crazy how, how it works. I love talking about how dialects and accents come up, like Canadian. Um, and one of the Annika in the last episode is like, you can really hear your Canadian accent. You are rounding your vowels. So it's like, well, I oh, knew you were man. Canadian because you wrote a boot, and I didn't know if that was a joke. <laughs> it was. And now that you're saying it, now I know. It's not a joke. Yeah, because it sounds like a. It's for you. It sounds more like a boot, but because um, you expect me to say like about, right? Because I would really have to open my mouth, uh, mouth, my mouth to do the about and give <laughs> my that. about. So my about is like more, I guess, rounding those vowels or softening the vowels or whatever we're doing up here. So our voice sounds different. So I guess um, Americans talk more out of the front of their mouth and with their lips. This We're is really more interesting like... because uh, my girlfriend does dialects. Like she teaches oh, yeah? dialect classes. That Oh, she would like, love it. Yeah, I kind of wish she was here. <laughs> she would know she, like, what she's talking she about. She slipped in and out into like Northern Ireland, uh, Dublin, Southern Ireland, just like oh, that's in and, cool. and then to like Serbian. Like she just fucking understands Man. this shit and I oh. do not get it. That's so cool. Yeah, when you can like understand it on such a level where you know like what your throat needs to do <laughs> to get the right yeah. air like, going like you out. You pull your tongue back and you yes. raise the roof of your mouth and it's it's really it's intense it's shit. so cool yeah yeah annika and i talked about it a little bit on last episode so if you want to hear more about it go check that episode I very will. cool and yeah also other people listening everyone's got to check it out yeah and and uh and look at look up more about accents people who can do all those accents you know like you guy who does like 100 accents in a minute who's like sitting on a bus <laughs> there's like a video and he oh, does all that. these accents or whatever in a row and it's just like very impressive oh i have seen that and he's like in the middle of the bus and everyone's around him and they're just fucking floored by that it's nuts yeah well it's like you can do like 30 or 40 different english accents alone right like just in the uk you do all the different variants and then you get over to like scotland ireland different variants there that's how can you how do you keep track max i have no idea (laughs) i can barely keep track of my canadian accent so many people are like so close from the same place and yet their dialect is so completely different. Like it goes from like, uh, I am Irish to I am I. It's not, it's not. A good <laughs> Girlfriend, I hope you're example. listening to this. You need a lesson on how to do that. Northern I Ireland know. to Southern Ireland transition that you talk so much yeah, about. It was horrible. They're, yeah, Southern Ireland is just deeper and worse. <laughs> apparently according to me yeah I, uh, I i love to do um uk british accents like i i live there for a bit so i can kind of do it okay but it doesn't stay in one region <laughs> it, right. it'll can meander I hear your UK british accent i want to hear 
it'll go high status, low status. But which do you which do you want? Like the high status, low status. Hit me like, with high status, and if you move into low status, I like, will forgive you. The posh people they speak a bit differently. And the gruff people in the streets they talk a bit, yeah, you know, but bit differently. Okay, you know what? Very solid on both. Not, I mean, not my best work. A little bit put on the spot, but I'm sure that if I find a moment, I'll slip right back into it. Wonder what my key, touchstone phrase would be. Yeah, what's your touchstone phrase? I need to figure that out. That's why I didn't do a good job right there. But I think, listen, you slipped into that pretty seamless. If you said that one sentence at the beginning, I would be like, "Oh, he's from Brit Britain," and <laughs> and then if you left, I would be like, "Yeah, that guy was from Britain." I would have never known. He's from Britain. From Britain, from Britain, but but the actual British people who come on, I uh, I sometimes do like slip into an accent with them, and you know it's not it's it's it can be embarrassing, you know, because they they have the real one, right? But it's fun. I'm sure it's fun to go toe to toe. It's fun. It is fun. Love it. Love doing it. Love accents. So you're out there in Long Island. I'm not. I grew up in Long That's Island. That's what I mean. So oh, we're, we're Mark oh, Marinating okay, we're it. This is there. the got WTF it, part. Who are your guys? <laughs> uh, oh, man, my guys. Um, so uh, my guys out there. By the way, can you hear me fine? I can hear I you play? great. The fidelity is through the roof. Oh, wonderful. I, I'm like using a good microphone. Um, what is the I microphone? What are the stats? I need uh, so it's my uh, girlfriend's microphone because she uses it for voiceover. It is... I can't tell because it's in like a, what's it called? Like a, a holder. I work in a music store. <laughs> I should know this. Um, like a brace or something. Fuck. Um, yeah, that sounds fancy Neumann. already. It's a Neumann microphone, so it's Ooh. like good quality. Solid uh, state. Solenoids probably through the roof. Handcrafted. Uh, just fucking into the sky. And then it's going through a focus <laughs> right, which is, you know, standard. I love my focus right. Oof. That is very professional. I'm um, I'm out here. I'm on an SM S SM57. Hey, fucking that's like one of the most solid microphones it's, there are. It's just a regular it's just a regular microphone. It fucking does its job though. You know it's funny. I asked um the Nate Wolf <laughs> on Twitter in like 2016 when I was going to start a podcast, what po- uh, microphone he used. And that's just what he said. And that is the microphone that you hear today, folks. You know what? That was a good choice. I would steer people into that direction if they were looking for like a mic, but maybe not for like podcast hosting. But back then, that would make sense. Yeah, back then. I think now you would want something more like solid, like what you would have, maybe. Like, I don't even have my thing on an arm. I'm on a. I'm on a mic stand. Like, that's not great. I would need an arm coming down and then a big blocky brick type microphone. I just got an arm and I haven't opened it because I have no fucking place to put it. Oh, yeah. Can't yeah, clamp it my, to anything. What's that? You can't clamp it to something. That's the thing. I'm in my grandparents' apartment and everything is very fragile. Mm. And so it's impractical to yeah. like unbox it and put it somewhere. <laughs> Where I could like do Max, what stuff. is I, this? I know. I'll I'll fucking take a photo <laughs> for you, uh, and you'd see why I can't do it here. Um, but for now, I'm talking into this nice microphone that is very mine. nice. And I really, I listen. If you enjoy the sound, I enjoy the sound. That's really all I care about, man. And all the listeners, let us know in the comments if you appreciated the quality of the microphones that you put it are in the hearing. comments, guys. Listen, and uh, maybe let us know what's your favorite microphone. 
Yeah, I want to know what everyone's favorite microphone is. Yeah. Um, everyone's got one. I'm everyone has a favorite people. microphone, and you know what? If you don't, great place to start. SM57, right here. SM57. It's a cla- It is the classic microphone. Great place to start. I could use this. I could go out, pop up at comedy store, bring this, bring my own. Because nowadays, do you think if you did comedy, you would bring your own mic? Yeah, I mean, there's those mic condoms. They have those put on, but like, yeah, like a lot of people in New York City. I remember at the beginning of COVID, not the beginning, but like halfway through. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Elephant in the room, listeners in the middle of a global pandemic been over a year. Right. So, yeah, (laughs) if you're listening to this in 2035, uh, there was a horrible pandemic. Uh, I picked a I picked a date so close that people would already remember. But there was a pandemic and people doing stand up comedy outside would have to share a microphone, but have to put like this little sock over it so you don't get COVID, even though I'm sure that didn't really fucking work. If you're going to get COVID, you're going to get it. Yeah. Those droplets don't give a F about They don't your, give an F. No hoot. Your sock condom. Not one goddamn hoot. Thing. Um, I, I uh, remember do, when I did comedy for a little bit back in the 2012 era or wow. so, um, there was a gentleman who was on the scene and he always brought his own mic. Always brought That's his smart. own mic, and he would just, yeah, just his mic. He could do whatever he wanted, not worry about it. Like, we don't know if he's uh, germaphobic or whatever the reason was, but it was like, I always thought that was cool. Like, he had a little pouch or whatever. What was he his was name? Just, do you remember his name? It was Quinn Martin, still around. Quinn C. Quinn Martin. Martin. I don't know him. No, he's a Toronto area. <laughs> local, oh, yeah, there's no way. Like I know Scarborough, <laughs> very local hustle comedian. Uh, it was like open mics <laughs> in 2012. But gotcha. um, yeah, yeah, but I remember, I still remember that uh, I was like, oh man, cool. That guy, that guy knows what's up. That's like a pro move. Bring, it is a pro move. Bring your People own like, mic. Oh, he's taking the shit seriously. All exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, and he crushed that. He crushed that. Uh, Basement of the Fox and Fiddle open mic in 2012. Absolutely. And now he's staffed on uh, the Second City reboot. So good for him. Yeah, he's still out there friend. hustling. He puts on his own shows. He's like a guy who just like puts on his own shows like once a month, just do a sellout show at yeah. some, some place. Him is just him <laughs> headlining, hosting, whatever. Like, you know, he's he's mainly featured. But then there's other people he, that get on. And it's great. I remember he had a great yeah. bit about jogging pants, man. It was when Lululemons were first popping off. He's like, you paying $100? For jogging pants. <laughs> is that was that was that his big joke? Yeah, that's what I remember. That was that was a crush at the end. A big close. You paid so much money for jogging yeah, pants. Yeah, he was like you paid for jogging pants. Oh right, that was in 2012. That it was so yeah, it was sense. it was it was uh you have to put yourself into the time. Right, I'm putting myself in that time shoes, and that makes I totally get why that would be funny. Yeah, at the time, <laughs> Lululemon, he was just ugh, jacking up the jogging yeah, pants. Yeah, exactly. He's like, right. who's who's paying a hundred dollars? Big roar of the Clark crowd. Huge. Roars all the way back, and wait for it, comes all the way back to the front. Oh my god, it's so cool. I love that feeling. Very cool. So what, yeah, let's get into your comedy days. Tell us about it. How did you start doing comedy, and what are some highlights? Um, So I started doing, oh, I have one specific highlight that I don't want to forget. Don't forget um, the highlight. Let's jump into a highlight right now. Okay, so my my biggest highlight of comedy that I do not think I will ever... Um, reach beyond was I was on a mod team at the UCB, which is like one of the mod, uh, one of the sketch teams at the UCB that you're quote unquote hired to write for. They don't pay you shit. You essentially pay to be on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gone now because the UCB died, but I was on this mod team and I wrote a sketch about that's like, 
it's the premise of these kids telling scary stories about the boogeyman, but instead of the boogeyman, it's the fuck boy. And <laughs> so like when the game line hit where it's just like, oh, let's talk about the Wendigo. It's like, no, I have a scary story. Have you guys heard of the fuck boy? And everyone fucking lost their mind. But <laughs> someone in the front row threw up, threw up from <laughs> laughing so hard at this stupid fucking joke in game line. And I don't think I will ever do comedy better than that. Like, that's my, that's my top. The pinnacle, the pinnacle for any person who's trying to make a hu- another human laugh is having that person laugh so much that uncontrollable, uh, in an uncontrollable fashion, things are expelled from their body. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what way, they shit themselves. If, it like, doesn't matter. That is the basic... Ears. Tenet, if you hit that level, that is the general highest level that you can achieve. So congratulations on doing that, especially in a setting such as that where you're going for it. It's not like you are you made a co-worker laugh with just the right, you know, Honestly, Dharma and Greg rib or whatever. laugh and throw up, I, I think that actually beats it. That would beat it? So for me, yeah. I something just popped into my mind, which I also consider one of my favorite uh, memories of doing comedy. I was probably like 10 Maybe ten or eleven. Okay. Uh, me, my friend Jason, and our uh, baby uh, like babysitter, I guess, like summer nanny person who was watching us during the summer. Mm-hmm. We're eating uh, like spaghettios, <laughs> and uh, I I cracked cracked a joke, and the spaghettios went out of noses. <laughs> <laughs> so That's... there was spaghettios flying out of noses, and that <clears throat> to me, I still remember. But just like, wow, that is it. Good night, folks. But that's like milk coming out of nose, but it's funnier because it's solids and liquids. It was, yeah, just the combination of it being, uh, yeah, SpaghettiOs. I think it was like Alphagetti, actually. The letters coming out. Alphagetti. Oh, my gosh. Very specific. such great stuff with Alphagetti. It would have been funny if, like, uh, LOL came out or something. If it was a cartoon... Yeah, like Rotful Mao out in uh, Alphagetti. <laughs> exactly. You get it in your in the. My mom used to give us SpaghettiOs in the morning, which I now realize wow. is terrible. No, for that's children. you know what? That's thinking outside the box. That's a game changer. Yeah. What's wrong with that? You know. Honestly, you know what? That's the thing. You know what? I subscribe to the fact that there is no meal no. that needs to be at a certain time. Like yeah. you can have breakfast at dinner. You can have dinner at breakfast. You can have lunch at night like I, I really don't fucking like when it's hot out and i get soup and people are like it's hot why are you getting soup and it's like because i want soup yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter because it's hot or it's cold or it's 3 p.m or it's december like what are I'm these external the factors that have no bearing on your soup craving Exactly. It's just, I want this thing right now, but I'm not going to let society be like, you shouldn't do it right now, or people are going to look at you, Bard. It is society, man. Society. It's all about society. Uh, It's these systems and society is what we're trying to dismantle. So eat your breakfast at dinner. There's actually commercials that are running here in Canada. I think it's like the egg egg council. (laughs) They're like, eating eggs for dinner isn't weird. You're weird for thinking it's weird. Wait, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, so there's these commercials, and it's like someone who's like, oh, we've made, uh, I made this meal for dinner. And the guy's like, eggs for dinner? That's weird. And she's like, no, your your pants are weird. And then the, the guy's like wearing weird pants. Then it's the voiceover is like, eggs for dinner isn't weird. You're weird for thinking it's weird. And it's like, what? You're like attacking me. I didn't even, 
I don't even Wait, really think it's that weird. Real commercial where you are. Yeah, that's cra- that's like that airing in like, 2021 or 2020 at least. That means there's like an egg lobby that are making commercials to push more eggs on people. <laughs> like there is a, this goes like far deeper Dinner's than ready. that commercial. Oh, eggs for dinner? Yeah, I thought we would try something new. That's weird. It's not weird. Your pants are weird. <laughs> the pants are so fucking weird. weird. weird that's the whole commercial? Yeah, that's it. This is a little Dinner's 15 second spot. That's so fucking weird that like <laughs> somebody is pushing eggs on you. I once saw commercials for milk. Like I didn't know what milk was. Oh yeah, we got we got hardcore milk commercials. Man, we had some of the best milk commercials um, growing up in the 90s in uh, Canada, maybe Southern Ontario. I don't know how specific or general it goes. Or like the got milk stuff? No, that was American. That was the American right. sort of thing. Um, we had like rapping farmers. We had one where it was like a bunch of farmers rapping. Um, a lot of good, <laughs> a lot of good milk stuff. Milk, uh, it's it's in you or get it in you. <laughs> Can we name this uh, this episode a lot of good milk stuff? <laughs> sure. Great, cool. <laughs> <laughs> good milk, good milk stuff. Good milk stuff. Um, yeah, sorry. I think we got off on a little tangent, <laughs> a little commercial I so. tangent. I think we were right on course. Um, I'm just not sure where we... Oh, so we were about to delve into your comedy, um, your, about your your comedy career. We hit the a top highlight of the vomit, and what... Uh, so where did you get started? Um, so I really... So I thought I was funny in high school and middle school. Like, I was the referential king. Like, I knew references to everything, to, like, Borat, to South Park, to SpongeBob, and I can, like, do their voices pretty well, well enough that people are like, oh, my God, that's so funny, because you know the thing that we saw. (laughs) And that doesn't fly, turns out, in college, where people are making up their original stuff, and it's actually funny, and you, they don't have to, like, repeat other people's shit to get adulation, and it blew my mind the first time I saw improv and uh, sketch because even though like I knew it was on TV, like I would see Mad TV, I would see SNL, I was like, oh, that's sketch comedy. Um, or I would see, I never actually had ever seen improv. The first time I saw improv was Welcome Week at NYU. And both of those things, just they were the best improvisers I've ever seen, even though I've never seen them before. And just the best sketch that I've I've ever seen in my live life. Yeah. And I was like, I want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. I want to know what that is. I don't care. I, I went for film. I don't know why I went for film. Um, <laughs> I was, it was like just a parlay into comedy. Yeah. Just a placeholder, a general, like it's in the direction. Right. Um, entertainment. I was like, maybe I'll make a comedy film and people will like me. But then I saw like sketching and I was just like, I need to, do this. I need to be a part of this. And so I was fucking terrible at improv because I was reference king and I tried too hard. They didn't like me. Mm. I get it. Mm. For the sketch comedy thing, I was a lot better at because in terms of acting, I was like a fine enough actor. I needed so much polish. But when I did my audition, there was somebody there. Um, uh, her name is Julia Nathan. She's a lovely person. I had met her at a party like a year before 
And I was so nervous to do this audition. And it turns out she was on the sketch group that I was trying to get on. So I was already like people kind of like knew that I knew her and she knew me. And so they kind of they gave me more slack than other yes. people, I guess. Yeah. For um, some reason, that kind of stuff <laughs> it matters yeah. so much in everything. <laughs> yeah, man. It's about, about the hands you shake, not about the deals you make. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, yeah. Great. Something like that. And so I did my audition and I did not get chosen. And I was like, well, fuck, that's that's that. I guess I'm not funny. And then I got reached out to by the director of the group being like, hey, we really liked you. Sorry, thing in the throat. We really like you. Uh, Would you want to be our tech? And I honestly thought it was a mass email. So I completely disregarded it. (laughs) And I was like, oh, fuck, that's that's really cheap. Um, Just trying to hire a free tech. Pretty much. And I was just like, that sucks to do to like all of the people that performed that like it's a consolation prize. Yeah. And then like a couple days later, I saw the director in uh, the the film building, the Tisch building. And he was like, Max, I sent you an email. I don't know if you got it, but we want you to be our tech. And I did not realize it was specifically one for me. And I was like, oh, yes, I would love to be the tech. And then I became their tech for two years because the next year I wasn't good enough at all. And but I learned a lot about what works in sketch and what doesn't work in sketch yes. and like how to be a not crazy normal person. Yes. And they taught me a lot. And then my third year, I got on the group and I ended up doing like a lot of pretty solid work. And I ended up uh, meeting my best friend and my other best friend and a different yes. best friend. And just like a lot of people that I'll be uh, knowing for the rest of my life and be like at their weddings and shit. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's it. The journey, not the uh, destination, whatever. All, all these yeah. people that you meet along the way and those chops that you've developed, right? Like those are locked in. You put in your years. The two years as a tech is what you needed, your runway to get take off for joining it. And then you learn your how to beat out a beat of a scene and yeah. <laughs> how to blow Right? Is that a thing? How to blow. Yeah, uh, blow a button. How to find uh, the blow of a scene. I never like the word blow. I like the word button. But like, Oh, you know, button, it's, yeah. It's Wait, button is way better. It's so, it's just like, yeah, the button just, just uh, cinches it up. Yeah, wraps it all up in a wraps nice little package. And so I've been like doing sketch enough where, and this sounds like so, ugh, okay, but it's like I've done sketch enough where I can see like the ones and zeros, like the matrix of like what <laughs> makes a sketch work, why it's wrong, yeah. what notes to give. Um, I, in, even though like I understand beat one, beat two, like reversal, beat three button, you're out. I can't do improv for shit, even though that's like the same exact premise of how it's supposed to go. It's like, it's a full sketch in a scene. Yes, but it is slightly different where it's like, in the same way that you had to tech for two years, you have to be real bad, uh, sort of at improv for however many years before it's the beats of the scene and the go back and forth, A to B, call back at the end, wrap it all up, escalate, are we escalating? How part did we escalate to? (laughs) Um, All that kind of stuff is just second nature and you can focus on what like you're actually doing and like your 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 things that you're pulling from are better and you know your your turns that you take are better and you're you're really trying to do it to mess up the other person in the scene and make them laugh or like when you get to that level where you're sort of not worried about the clunky format of it in your head where that stuff is just sort of second nature yeah i've always wanted to get there but i've been just 
Like I can get through a scene for some reason. There's something within me that makes every scene go negative. And that's the Mm. like my my sketches are usually like very silly and positive. But for some reason in improv, I I don't negate shit, but I just make things like not dark, but just like. Ugh, escalate in a this. darker yeah. in a different in a darker, uh, negative yeah. direction or whatever mm-hmm. like just well oh there's an infinite number of doors and you're like this door <laughs> yeah the sad door yeah the and sad, sad my... door and everyone's like oh okay Look, okay we'll go through the sad door and so that's why i don't do improv anymore because i'm so much better as a writer if i can sit down and get my thoughts together they they're not sad. They're yeah, not dark. They're your blue sky silly. is much nicer. Right? Yeah, there's no clouds. Yeah. at all. No it's clouds like in your bright, blue bright sky bright. sketch. Um, sketch thinking process. So, what is your process? Do you just do you have an idea, or do you sit down and look at a blank piece of paper or that flashing cursor? It's it depends on like what I'm doing. A lot of the time, I will write down an idea that I have in like my notes apps. Notes app has been the best thing for me in the world. Shout out to Notes app. Shout out to Notes app. Guys, download it. If you don't got it, you got to get it. Um, And sometimes like things will come to me during the day. And it's usually like things that are like, well, when I write a song, it's usually things that are like uh, annoying to me. And I just got to express that through song. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of great songs. I should mention just while we're at this, a lot of great songs on your website. You can check out all the videos and I linked some of them in the show notes thanks dude um but most of it comes from like riffing with friends and just writing down like a kernel of an idea of what's funny and the thing is i feel like i should be more disciplined where i'm like i should write a sketch a day or something like that Mm -hmm. but i usually only write for a reason like if someone's like write a sketch packet for this show then i will write a new sketch and i will pull from my notes if i need to pull from my notes yeah um but yeah i'm not just like writing a sketch every day yeah. i'm just like writing shit down in case i need to write a sketch something will move you like right. um you'll see that uh, jk rowling per- perhaps said something or you'll see a dog at a party perhaps people, exactly people will post videos wow you're uh, of, i have songs about this did of, you know that of people will post videos of fireworks after whoa after an event those are funny ideas that you could write songs about funny songs about and if right, you, I'm actually going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to write that down on my notes app because those are really good ideas. And, and let me tell you something about notes app. You can scan documents directly into notes app. It'll scan it into a PDF file and you can send it to email. Like if you need to send documents, don't be taking a picture of your documents. You can scan it. It's really silly with a picture. A picture you can scan it to PDF with the notes app. You can long press the notes app and it'll give you the option. Scan to do, scan. What document. is a long press? Oh, you hold it down. You hold hold the app down for a couple seconds. It'll give you some apps give you options. It's like the hap, oh. haptic touch. Gotcha. You know, I like did you not hold realize it. that was called long press. You hold it and it goes. Oh, you like, hold it down for a long time. It's a long press. Oh hold my God, it for a second and it goes, <laughs> and then it'll give you the little option. So notes app, very cool stuff. So I mean, yeah. what about you? I I don't know if anyone has. I mean, someone's probably asked you. How did you get into comedy? Because you are someone that I I am. I can say this with full confidence. You write the best puns on Twitter. There is no like and the most consistently solid puns on Twitter. And I've never seen anyone with that like output and just like they just work every fucking time. And how did you get to like how would like puns 
are you like from a pun family or is it just something that you locked into? Cause the way you write puns are just like, they're so clean and they're so universal. And I just want to know about that. Max, well, first of all, I want to say thank you very much for smiling very uh, large right now because of those beautiful compliments from someone who also I very, uh, respect uh, in the comedy scene, and I really like your jokes so much, and that means a lot to me. So thank okay. you very much. And on it started with uh, the alpha giddy out the nose, <laughs> but I don't know what it is about the language because I'm really into, yeah, it's like wordplay in general, mm-hmm. all kinds of wordplay. So I'm not sure what it is, but I've always just seen words as what it could also be <laughs> like when yeah. you, when you see a word it is also other words to me like you're looking at uh, a word and i see three other words that it could mean or like definition a sentence a lot of definitions it could also words. yeah and, or if it's like a sentence or some sort of like idiom a common phrase that we all say i'm like oh that could also mean this <laughs> and that gotcha. is a pun it just means two different things but if you frame it the right way that was my main key once i learned how to frame it some of my framing is not great. Some of it's better, but it's like some of my framing is just like, I need to get this pun out. The only way I know how to do it is like ask myself a question and answer it. And sometimes I'll do that. I'll just be like, there's no other way I can think of right now to do this. I'm just going to be like, what do you think about that? I think this. (laughs) It's just like, what would be the setup and what would be the, the, the payoff or whatever. But it's fucking solid. Like every single one that I see, I'm like, Oh yeah, he's fucking, Steven's done it again. <laughs> Thank you. so good. I do appreciate time. that. And uh, yeah, that's uh, I enjoy, enjoy doing it. I've always been doing it. And uh, when Twitter came along, I was like, it took me a while to realize that that was what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do that, but it took me a long time to figure out how to do it, you know, like you're saying, more consistently. Find that do you, voice. Do you come from a funny family? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to throw my family under the bus and say they're not funny. No, go ahead. My dad is my dad is tells a great story. He's a really great storyteller. Okay, that's very important. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, like my dad when he's like at a party, you know, back in the day, or watching him at a party with all the parents, friends, or whatever, and he's just like crushing it with a crazy story. Like people just holding court, like yeah, holding off. court. People about to pee their pants or whatever. Like drunk adults or just all everyone's losing him like that. That's it. At at, at my wedding, his um, speech or whatever was like people still talk to me about it like he's like that kind of guy so i think think that's probably i fucking i i envy that person because i can't i can tell a story but like twitter for example they they're short they have to be short i can't do anything for long periods of time because i feel like people will lose interest which is why i love twitter so much because you got to keep it short and people because people got short attention spans so short now yeah that's why everyone's on tiktok you on tiktok max you know what? I I'm trying to get on it. I gotta fucking push myself to get on it because you gotta it get is, on it. It's the future. It's the future. People have been pivoting to video, like as you've uh, yourself have done. You've pivoted to video. You have video content, but now we just need 15 seconds. I only need seven to 15 seconds of video. You gotta get it out. Boom, and then I can scroll to the next 15 second video. Um, they can be 60 seconds. They're, oh, yeah, they, they can. can yeah, they can be up to two minutes. But that, that's if I want to learn something or if I want to see right. a pool get clean from very dirty to very clean. <laughs> oh, you know what? That shit is like that makes me feel good in the soul. Yeah, I love like cleaning. Vid- I, I, I got to say, I love like popping videos. I know some people are disgusted by mm-hmm. that shit, mm-hmm. but I love things getting cleaned yep. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Dr. Pimple Popper is a crazy huge. She's thing. fucking. She's dope. 
it's gross but satisfying at the same time. So it's like, oh um, my god. The other big one is earwax cleaners. Like, there's people who just do videos of them clean. Like, they work at an office where they clean out earwax. I guess they just like shoot warm water in it with this gun, kind of mostly. Yeah. And then like a big I, chunk I just get... like flies out. I got way too deep and I started looking at like teeth scaling and Ooh. like horse hoof. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Dirt and yeah. shit. Horse hoof cleaning is very satisfying. Just like like it's just you just go deeper and deeper until there's a point where you're like, I can't. But I don't think I've reached that. I can't point. Right. Yeah. So that's where TikTok <laughs> comes in where it will suck the time uh, that you give it out. Um, I have a little limit on there. So once I hit the limit. I was just like, uh, usually try to Did stop. You, do you limit yourself on TikTok? Do you have like a Yeah, I have, a, I have a timer for if I've on, been on for an hour, it'll it'll say, yeah, hey, you've been on for an hour. And you like, you And then you have to, to put your, like, you have to put done. your code in and to continue. So you can keep watching. Okay. You put your code in and continue watching. But mm-hmm. I, when I see that, I try to stop. I will sometimes stop. Sometimes I'll pick it up later in the day. Like it sure. won't be the end of the day, but it'll be the end of that uh, session kind of thing. Just uh, try the, and get away from it. The most important thing in my life I've just realized right now, and I didn't realize it like a year ago or something. Do you know what flux is? No, I mean, not in so, the capacitor sense. Right. So, right. Uh, it's a different thing. Um, flux is this uh, app on your computer that you can download. And as the night goes on, your computer gets more and more orange. And yes. the orange light is better than like the, the blue. blue light mimics like daytime and the orange light mimics not daytime. And it's been putting me to sleep at a reasonable hour. Ah. And the thing is what I used to do is I would used to like, Oh no, it's getting orange. Turn it off. And then it would be blue. And I would stay up till like <laughs> four in the goddamn morning. Blast now, those eyeballs. Yeah. It would blast into my eyeballs and I wouldn't be able to sleep. And I'm like, why can't I sleep? But I've realized now that when it's turning orange and I'm feeling sleepy, I'm like, okay, this means go to bed. <laughs> and I cannot recommend Flux enough because I have been going to bed at like 1230, which is so early for me. Right. And I wake up feeling my best. That's great. You know what? Sleep is incredibly important. So important. I am an early bed guy now. I don't stay up late really anymore. When I'm up late, I'm like, oh my God, it's yeah, it after so midnight. Bad. Do you believe I'm up after midnight? And every, a lot of people listening are like, "What the hell is yeah, this guy we, we, doing? What a loser!" But what time I, is it there where you are right now? It's eight forty-one p.m. Oh, we're in the same time zone. Same time zimmy. Eastern. Zimmy. Eastern time. Represent. If you guys Wait, rep where, in Eastern time, <laughs> drop us a note in the comments. <laughs> I'm in uh, southern you? Ontario, uh, just outside of the town of Hamilton. Uh, gotcha. Hamilton. So if I drove straight up, would I like you're hit your town? You're or further would I have to go east, like I think, right? Long uh, Island, or are you in New York? It's still further east. If you it's if you get to Niagara Falls, I can meet you there. I can gotcha. be at, I can be at Niagara Falls in like hour an hour. How far am I from Niagara Falls? I'm going to check this right quick. Check it right quick. It's a great place to meet up because we can both just walk over the border. I mean, I'm not sure what the deal is currently, but I think we can still just like walk over the border. I mean, after some COVID testing, right? Elephant in the room, global pandemic. But I think... Yo, I'm fucking double-shotted, baby. I can do whatever the hell I want. Oh, congratulations. Um, Thank you. Are you Moderna? I'm Moderna. I got fucking sick after the second one. Like, really goddamn sick. Yeah, yeah. That was... You had some side effects on the second shot. 
Well, I feel like that's that makes me feel good because it makes me feel like my it body worked. is doing something. <laughs> yeah, it worked. There was a switch that it needed to flick. The feeling bad it. was the switch. Being had flicked. a 101 yeah. fever. I felt Oof. like shit for a day. And then the next day I was right as rain. And now I'm invincible. Yeah, that's great news. So you're feeling good. I uh, I've just received my first dose of a Pfizer vaccine this week, this past week. Ooh. So feel good about Congrats that. Congrats on getting it. Thank you. As you know, our country or our province is very bad on the rollout or had been. Um, it was t- terrible, but sort of catching up now, doing better, like still like still not opened up to everybody here kind of thing. So, sure. um, but was able to get in and got it done. Uh, shout out to the Trillium Health Partners running a great clinic out there. UTM is Trillium. Then shout out to Cindy who will applied my vaccine and did a great job yeah, Cindy, if you're listening to this you know um <laughs> cindy we love you super professional really great man you felt feel super show, comfortable cindy. we love cindy uh at the show <laughs> and so yeah we're feeling good we're feeling vaccinated that's, I, um, that's what's up i uh, when i got my second dose i called it when I was at the person who was giving me the dose, I called it my dose dose. Yeah. And she fucking lost her mind. <laughs> she thought it was so funny. And honestly, it made me feel so good. That's great. Yeah. And she's going to be telling that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone that comes telling in, that all right, in. this is your dose dose. And <laughs> Waiting. Just like, Can you just jab me with the fucking dead just cells? Please? Every time, just waiting <laughs> expectantly. Ugh. I... No, she was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. And uh, I'm glad that you you have both doses. Things seem to be uh, getting back to more of a normalcy uh, in terms of stuff opening up over there on your side of the the border. In the- I mean, I went to a party last night that what? had 16 people in it, but everyone was vaccinated. Right. So hopefully that is a test of how these vaccinations are working. Correct. Because if someone had COVID, now we all have COVID. But I'm fairly sure since everyone was vaccinated and the person that threw the party was like very vetty about it and you couldn't go if you weren't. Right. Um, we'll see what happens. Like I ate a cake that people blew their mouths on. Oh, so. you did that. I was wondering if that was going to stop or if it's going to maybe peter out or there's going to be a different thing that we do. I don't know. I, traditions never truly go away. It's true. It, yeah, it was, it's, yeah. And the cake was so good. It was it was gluten free cake. And so and I, it was good. It was so record good. scratch. I was also, to be fair, like wildly drunk. Okay, that um, probably explains some of it. And if there was a lot of icing, that can cover up some of the. There was a lot of icing. It can cover up some of the gluten-free failings, let's say, with you know rising things failing that, and rising. Really, things that gluten brings to the party. To be fair, um, gluten treats like they replace whatever like the wheat is with just like a thousand more sugar mm. and sometimes gluten-free treats are better arguably than regular treats yes it can be it can be true i have uh, my, my, my mom is celiac so she's a gluten-free oh. person my cousin and my brother also gluten-free so we got gluten-free going on and it's very hit or miss but when you find what works you go with that you stick with it you stick to it brand brand association yes, brand association good quality ingredients you're going to want to find a blended flour and if you want more information on the subject you check out ben stagger's episode we talk exclusively a lot about celiac he's really a celiac um guy himself and yeah he's 
You always wait. Tweet, who tweet else? About it. Who else have you had on this show? Oh um, well, this is episode seventy-eight. Really? Oh my god! So it's been a few. It's been under. It's been about seventy or so people because a few people have been on twice. So some people have been on three times. Best Stephen 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 W Skinner podcasts i don't know if that's you oh i hope that comes uh, up i think my podcast has pretty good seo because sometimes when i search for other people or people who have been on i just search their name like my the podcast will come up i'm like that's good did you do merman five like yeah it was recently seven ago it was recently oh wow you get some he fucking... was the big merman five brent was the big uh launch <laughs> episode for the new season because i had taken a big hiatus had gotcha. A, we had a baby. We did a land. Uh, there was a pandemic. You had a baby? Well, my wife technically birthed the uh, the baby, but yes, we. Wait, how how old are you? How old am I? I uh, yeah. Nineteen eighty two. Nineteen eighty two. So you're clicking on the clock, clicking on a calculator. Are you forty? Four thirty nine? Thirty? Is it thirty nine? It'll be thirty nine this year. Holy shit! You sound so young. For some reason, in my brain. You are like as old as me. I'm 30. You're as old as me, or you are younger. <laughs> right. Because you give off just like this pleasant, like fun presence of someone who is younger. You know what I mean? Yes, thank you. I do. Uh, I am young at heart. <laughs> yeah, you are. It's It really comes through. And I'm like, look at all these, just so many great people on here. Yeah, a lot of oh, great wow. people. Thanks, Max. And Max, you're one of the great people now. I feel so good about that. You know, I don't want to say, but you were suggested by some close friends of the show to be a, a guest. So that's great, right? Like, you got to feel good names? about that. Can you name names? I can name names. The name names. names start with T. I'm not sure if that it was... That fucking does nothing for me. you got to <laughs> give me more no. than T. I'm not sure if it was um, at, at the Todd Williams or if it was at... Professor underscore Hinkley Travis. Both was, of those people are so nice and so funny. Those. But yeah, it was it was definitely one of those. Sorry that I can't remember exactly who it was. That's fine. Giving credit or not credit to the other person. But I will take either of them because both of them I respect a lot. Super great people. And, and if, if you're listening, go check out both of their episodes. Very cool, original Friends of the Show episodes. And I should take this moment to ask you Todd's signature question for Friends of the Show. Only ask it sometimes to new guests. But the question is, if you were in Kiss, what would your makeup and thing be? What would your makeup and deal be? Ah, oh, fuck. Okay. What would my deal... Okay, so what would... Like, Paul Stanley was a cat. There's a cat. Yeah. There's a there's like a demon, a hell demon. demon. Gene Simmons, right? Yeah. He had the fucking tongue. Demon. Um, I think there's a dog, right? One's a dog, one's a cat. I... Uh, and was Someone a star a child. Star child is the one star with the stars. Child. So he was, oh yeah, Ace Freely. He was the spaceman. Spaceman. Um, there was another guy who subbed in, right? Because it was like original lineup and then a new guy came in and he had his, he had a different thing. I'm sure, but fuck that guy. I don't care about him. <laughs> yeah. But um, what, what was your thing, Max? What would my, th okay, so I am, it's just become a trope about me. I'm obsessed with horses. So I would be oh, some yeah. sort of horseman in some capacity. Perfect. Um, my makeup would look like just like uh, my eyes would like they would make my eyes look on the side yeah. of my head somehow. Uh -huh. I get and it. I would also be like holding a bit in my mouth. Okay. So the makeup could kind of look like a bit maybe. Yeah. Um, and then what 
so they have the guitar like i'm trying to think of if i would play like, like rhythm guitar would be too yeah maybe you'd have a tail <laughs> yeah i'd have a tail the thing is i don't want to come off like a furry that i want oh, okay right, right, right. About. yeah dry the line um but i no horse is a bad idea what? yeah it seemed like that was your gut instinct it was and i guess it's a good idea then yes. but i fucking don't know um but i'm just also now trying to think of like what instrument would i play right because you gotta yeah you have to something. add something you gotta add something to rock and, and roll the, all night playing keyboards is there's no such like uh, listen i know a lot of cool people that play the keyboard play the piano i've never seen someone play a keyboard cool you just can't do it mm. that is something that i will hold dearly in my heart as an opinion <laughs> Um, I will neither I, agree nor disagree. That's totally fine. Listen, I played keyboard for a really long time and I tried to make it cool and I can't fucking do it. And maybe that's just me. Maybe it's because I'm projecting myself. But um, I guess I, I would probably just play rhythm guitar or some fucking obscure instrument that they would use in one song that people love. And I would have to come out and do it. Yeah. We're like, all right, it's the theremin one. Bring out the horse guy. Bring out the horse guy. He's got the theremin and he's going to go, woo. His name is Max. Gene, his name is Max. He's part of the band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Also, I hear Gene Simmons is such a dick. Oh, oh my yeah, God. man. I used to love watching his reality show just because he was such a greasy sleazeball. And <laughs> my, uh, my stepmom worked in the record industry, and she just fucking hated the dude. <laughs> Just like such not a fan. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be weird if you met him and maybe if you were a woman and maybe like, un, you know, in passing, just like, oh man, what a just a, like, he's just that, that's just who he is. <laughs> yeah. He's just a guy who likes to fuck women and be in kiss and have Grab that time. your ass and rock and roll and make he's money. Like, be a businessman, not a businessman. You that's know that right. fucking shit. That's right. So Gene Simmons, if you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening to this specific episode, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what's wrong with you. If you're a friend of the show, come at me, bro. <laughs> come at Yeah, we're you'll never be on friends of the show, G Simmons. No, not not G Simmons. Ace, let's get Ace Freely on. Ace Freely talk shit about Of Gene course, Simmons. Ace Freely is is invited. <laughs> oh my goodness, Max, we're round in the corner. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, so we better cover more of these bullet points I have here. Do guess, it, let's do speed I, rounds. All right, I guess we covered all your comedy, UCB. Give us the dirt on the UCB floor. Don't need that. <laughs> Favorite. Uh, <laughs> you didn't think I was going to give you dirt on the UCB? I don't know any No, I just wanted to know what your thoughts are on the entire situation, about how, like, for me, I was like, oh, these are great. These are legends. They've created this uh, incubator for comedy. It's, like, developing all these great comedians and comic actors for the United States. It's great. Right. And then in the recent times, they were like, oh, they're bad. Like, they didn't pay anybody, and they actively didn't pay anybody and then people were like you should pay people and then they actively right. shut that down and then actively shut more stuff down and it's like everything that they have done sort of like since i learned that they're bad it's just like oh yeah i think that they're bad now so that's all i'm wondering just what your thoughts are there was one thing that happened that i just thought was really funny it's like tangential it's not really tangential it's like between tan tangential and like what this is all about um for some reason matt besser reached out to me and was like Hey, someone um, submitted your name and said you were really funny and we're doing this sketch thing and we would love to like 
get some ideas for sketches. And if we like your idea, we'll pay you a thousand dollars for it and we'll produce it. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yes. Um, that sounds so good. I want to be paid for comedy, especially by one of the UCB four mm -hmm. who I hear is also just like, you know, not the best of guys, but yeah. you know, I'm not going to say anything more than that. That's right. Um, but so one of the ideas I pitched him was a sketch called late for the circle of life. And it was just like a giraffe waking up and just realizing he's missing <laughs> the circle of life. The grand opening of Lion King. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, my God, fuck, fuck. Mufasa's going to eat me. God damn it. <laughs> get me my fucking shirt. And you don't wear a shirt, honey. Well, fucking get me coffee. What do I wear? Uh, yeah. And so awesome. I pitched him that sketch and I got a note back. That I, I wish I could find the exact note. I probably can, but it's t it's I don't want to waste the time. But it was something like no circle of life sketches. As if I were like <laughs> going like... to pitch another circle of life sketch. Yeah. Like something to do this with the, the lion sixth thing. Circle of life sketch we got today. And we're just so tired of them. Like we like you've seen all the SNL circle of life sketches. You've it's seen just... all the mad TV circle of life. Why would you pitch? Another, Another one. <laughs> Hackneyed. Max, I, just... I think that's a great pitch. I love the idea. I love the idea of like the, you can hear the, yeah, just like in the background, like so quiet. Like you're so far from that, that cliff. I'll send you the sketch that I wrote. I think it's, I think it's fun. Yes. Uh, I have no you. idea what the fuck to do with it. Yeah. You uh, got to send it to me. I'll send it to you. Um, and, I don't know. I don't really. It's hard to have an opinion because I have never been so. I've never had such a close relationship to the UCB. Yeah. I I didn't feel like there's like a there was a boys club there, and sure. I was not part of that boys club. There's different where, levels. There's inner circles among inner circles. Oh my god, there were so many inner circles, and I was on the periphery of like the outer circles. Different and shapes, like, different. You're like, is this a parallelogram? Yeah, I, yeah, there's there like points that you would <laughs> sit on. Yeah. And so like me and my friend had a running show at the UCB and we got like submitted for another show that we got to do. And I was on a mod team for five years, but I don't think anyone would remember me. I don't think anyone knows my name. Like if you say, oh, um, I'm trying to think of a name that would work here. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Not Dan Chamberlain. He's just a really nice guy that everyone loves. Um, fuck it. I don't know. There was a lot of people that are, were like the inner circle. I was never there and therefore I didn't really get caught up in like the internal politics of it. Right. You and didn't get burned tell, too badly like, other than Amy that. Amy Poehler seemed like a nice person, even though, oh my God, she like, did a set where I believe she dropped the N word and everyone was like, what the oh, fuck? Okay. <laughs> uh, that wasn't great. And I can, the only person that I feel like who kind of walked away clean was Ian Roberts. Cause Matt Besser was the guy who like, I think was in charge of the money and really fucked people with the money. Amy yeah. Polar did that n-word thing yeah, yeah. might have been around really the same like, time her pal tina fey was put in blackface at 30 rock i don't know right um i i, I can't defend that either but it's also weird when they take it down because it's like what are we learning from people taking that down it's a very it's it's a weird it's not a slippery slope it's a weird slope yeah. where you, you can't learn from the past if the past doesn't exist
sort mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, who's the fucking fourth guy in the U, in the UCB four? There's Ian Roberts, Roberts Matt Besser, Matt Besser, Amy Poehler. Uh, oh, and Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. Um, and he's, you know what? He's a fucking fantastic actor. I think he gets... he's the least objectionable, like on screen. But I don't know about all the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I don't either. Honestly, I, me, I'm making conjectures. I, I don't really know, and I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here to smear anyone's uh, I don't dirty, dirty anyone. name. Listen, Just trying to get a little bit of juice, a little do. bit of gossip for the pod. Good for them. Someone's going to start up a new comedy theater. It's going to be better. It. Yeah. Learn. Learn from. Learn the lessons of the UCB four, everyone. If you're going to create a new comedy community, we'd love to see it. Pay your actors. Just pay people a little bit. You're getting money. Just pay pay them what pay, pay them, them something. For their time. Yeah, even if it's like a small amount of money. They just, just want the li- they want the smallest amount of like just like I'm making money from doing comedy. This is my dream. Yeah. Like that's all they most tenor. people want. Throw them a tenner. People will be so happy to drive so uptown happy. two hours both ways for ten. Even bucks. if like driving two hours will cost you twenty dollars, throw them a tenner exactly. and they'll be so happy. It's not costing them forty dollars because you threw them a tenner. So. Right. It's it's just it's the way to go. Respect. Universal basic income. UCB four. Provide it. U- UCB <laughs> more like UCB. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um going viral. What's your most viral tweet? Is the muggy tweet? Is it a mobster tweet? Uh the muggy tweet is the most viral tweet. Oh no. No, I think I've had a tweet mm. that went that surpassed it. I could be wrong. The the muggy tweet is definitely one that comes to mind. Right. So um, when I search it, uh, fries, pill, knuckles, sips coffee, wrestles, leaving, front lawn. So sips coffee and front lawn are the same thing. Yeah. So that would be top. That's probably far and away my most popular tweet. So um, it's a conversation between you and your wife. You're like, honey, it's really muggy out today. And your wife says... If I go outside and all our mugs are on the front lawn, I'm leaving you. And then you sip coffee from a bowl. From a bowl. <laughs> from a bowl. And I literally remember where I was standing. Where I, it's it's like you know remember remember where yeah. you're standing when JFK was shot. Yeah. I remember where I was standing when I posted that tweet. Yeah, you remember 9/11? Yeah, you remember June 15th, 2015 at 3:15 p.m. Max, I of know course exactly you do. where I was. I could I was standing in front of the window at the store that I work at and I pressed post. I was going to say play, that's wrong. <laughs> and then Will Wheaton uh Oh wow. Fucking yeah, Will Wheaton and then Mara, the fairy godmother yep. of Twitter retweeted it and then it just exploded. Amazing combo, one two combo right at yeah. the gate. That's gonna I don't know what happened to Will Wheaton on Twitter. He just kind of disappeared. Something there was something, yeah, and he had to disappear. Yeah, I think there All was right, a well. there was a, a brief thing where I was like, oh, he he left, like he made a thing about he's leaving for yeah. a reason. So, but uh, yeah, I love Will Wheaton. He used to be my favorite. Like uh, I watched Star Trek: The Next Generation. Obviously, it was like an after school show for me for a little bit. And there was one episode where everybody gets addicted to this video game. But Will, it was a Will Wheaton episode, so I just, oh. one of my favorite episodes. Shout out to Will Wheaton. Great job retweeting your tweet. Thanks, man. And um, so, what what uh, what's the new one? Did you find it? Was it the mobster? No, it's the uh, it's the fries tweet. Fries. Let me click. It's the Five Guys fries tweet where it's just I I, <laughs> I was in Five Guys. This is a real from a real fucking place where. You can ask for fries like you ask for a little fries and then they just fucking fill up your bag with fries. That's the thing. <laughs> it's crazy. They have too much fries and they just throw more and more in than you need. Yeah. 
and you just you pay for the small amount and they just give you the large amount and you know what fucking a that's awesome if you know you know right so i think that's the thing it's like you don't need to order a large fry no get the small fry they'll give you tons more you just put they fill up the bag right like that's little light hack for you they love the idea of the bag fries like from mcdonald's you usually get one or two bag fries at the bottom of that bag they're like no they want a bag of fries to be like mostly full (laughs) of fries yeah it's most it's less whatever you got and more fries yeah and like they have so many like they keep the potatoes out and about because <laughs> there's so many there's so many yeah they keep them in barrels they have to keep them in barrels there's barrels of potatoes and peanuts in front of I the house <laughs> I, yeah in front of the house they're just all over the just showing you the sheer amount of potatoes that they use to make the sheer amount of fries yeah. that they throw into your bag just to make these uh fuck ass load amount of fries fuck ass load amount of fries that was uh that poured out of my brain there you go all caps and jerry i think makes it funny jerry makes it funny it's just because nobody is named it's like the the character is five guys employee and you so the first person who is named is (laughs) jerry Jerry. who's just in the back who's just like you got it boss (laughs) i love it fucking job so a lot of great, hilarious Twitter content coming from the at my name. Should we say what? How'd you do that account? Literally, that came from a I was sitting in a restaurant with my friend Julia, who Hammercats and like two other friends. And they were just like, Max, make a fucking Twitter account. <laughs> I, I was so against yeah. social media and I, I pushed back against social media for such a long time with mm-hmm. like Instagram yeah. and Facebook until people are just like, just fucking do it. And then I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'll do it. Um, cause I'm an uh, uh, obstinate little bitch. <laughs> and I just made, and I was just like, you know what? My name isn't Dave. It is so unceremonious. And that's the, what I fucking did. Cause my name's not Dave. There we go. And it was available. Yeah. You typed it, available. it in first so try. How many people can say that they typed in their a Twitter handle first try and got it? You know, not too many. Not too many. A lot of people go for their for like Max Dylan Ash. I didn't even try that. No. Like I just did. My name isn't Dave. And it was they gave me the green check. And I was like, <laughs> off to the races. That is my name. Now let's go. That's it. And to this day, your name still isn't Dave. So hopefully it's that doesn't. Still not Dave. If it changes in the future, you might need to. You should probably squat on some different <laughs> handles yeah, just in case I anything mean, happens. Or, you know what? I keep it and it's ironic. Oh, yeah. That is a huge that is a huge market now. The irony market is uh, exploding these days. It's exploding. You know what I've realized, though? The sarcasm market is dying. I don't it's see true. a lot of sarcasm. I've been talking about this. I don't see a lot of sarcasm these days. People aren't doing a lot of sarcasm. And that's such a weird thing, like doing sarcasm. (laughs) But I don't see a lot of people being sarcastic. Uh, It has found its place as what we've always described it as the lowest form of humor. Whenever anyone's doing, like, sarcasm is sort of never funny. Even when you're doing it, you know that it's bad. Like, you've is it's like you're trying to do it ironically but then are you you're just doing it right like right and then i think now in the modern age of internet people we kind of get it because there is no tone online so you can't really be sarcastic it's you're being stupid or (laughs) you know you're dumb like you're either being stupid or you're being dumb max those are the two options there's no sarcasm stupid or dumb yeah that's right so don't try to use sarcasm online 
it's never gonna through. work. It's never gonna yeah. work. The Until only they time I see the word sarcasm used is on Tinder, where it's just like I'm fluent uh, in sarcasm, and it's like, oh, cool. That means uh, swipe left. Like <laughs> I don't want to talk skip. to you. Yeah, that means you're probably a chore to be around. The lowest form of humor is your highest form of humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Woof. Uh oh. All right, Max. Well, I guess we've made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time and coming, being on the Friends of the Show podcast. Dude, thank you for asking me. This was so fun. It was a lot of fun talking to you. Great um, conversation. Hopefully, we covered all of the things on my list. Um, all tweets provided courtesy ifunny.co. Um, other places you can check out Matt's, Max's tweets include funnytweeter.com, uh, memes.com, uh, <laughs> I have not heard of one of these websites. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just kind no of making a joke there about. how like just pictures of your tweets are showing up on these um these uh, uh websites. So I posted the pictures. Sick. And yeah. it's like got the ifunny.co thing like in the in the JPEG of your tweet, but it's got your like picture cropped out. Still got your yeah. handle, but the picture cropped they out. They love to steal my shit, and you know what? Fucking power to them. What am I gonna do? That's right. They're getting those clicks and dollar AdSense revenues, and you're just using your girlfriend's mic. Yep. You know what? Rack up those AdSense monies, guys, because you know what? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> the want gravy it. train's coming to an end. I'm making yeah. my account private. Just pulling that brake and stopping the gravy train. <laughs> yeah, so sorry, ifunny.co. Sorry, funnytweeter.com. Sorry. There sorry. it is. That's Canadian. No, oh, I did it. You uh, did it. I did it. And you know it. what? We did it. So now we will end the podcast by saying our goodbyes as I play the podcast theme. So thank you very much, Max. Thank you, Stephen. This was so much fun, man. It was so great talking to you. Everyone go check out at My Name Isn't Dave on Twitter and go check out all the links in the show notes. It's all very fun videos and stuff. And everyone go to Stephen's Twitter because <laughs> he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Thanks, bud. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Max. It would do you some good to follow him on Twitter at My Name Isn't Dave. And be sure to check out all the links to his funny stuff in the show notes. If you're a new listener, okay, I see you. Do your thing. Or if you'd like, you can check out all the past episodes. Just visit www.stevenwskinner.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podetary Confinement. Remember, ratings and reviews, not for this pod. Be sure to follow at FOTSPod on Twitter to find the posts about the latest episodes and where I can retweet past and future guests. Follow me on Twitter at SkinnerSteven. I had a nice one recently. Check my timeline to see what it was. Special thanks to Ruby Coast for the music. Special thanks to Kyle I. Davidson for the theme. And special thanks to you for listening. I am Stephen W. Skinner. Have a great one. <laughs> <laughs>